What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to Think About It with your host, Jaden Miller. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining me on my podcast, Think About It with Jaden Miller. Uh, Please like, share, and subscribe on my YouTube channel, and like, comment, and follow on your favorite podcast platform. You can find me on Amazon, Audrey, Podvine, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. And also, if you wouldn't mind, please check out my website at www.jadenmiller.com. That's J-A-Y-D-E-N-M-I-L-L-E-R.com. You can find out some fascinating things about me. You'll find out that I'm a photographer. Hmm? Yep, I am. And you'll find my podcast there as well. Uh, So I kind of want to just jump into today's episode. First, I just want to take a moment just to recognize that in Florida, there have been 100 deaths um, due to Hurricane Ian. So definitely want to recognize and just uh, send those those sympathies to those folks down in Florida that are dealing with such a catastrophe. Um, And then also just want to really quickly talk about uh, Russia. And it seems as though the Kremlin appears unsure of the exact borders of the region it plans to annex. And what that has to do with is um, Russia begins the process to rubber stamp annexations. Okay, so if you've been paying attention, uh, Vladimir Putin has decided to annex four parts of Ukraine. Mind you, this is in violation of international law. But it comes at a time when the Ukrainian uh, Ukrainian military continues to liberate towns previously occupied by Russian forces. All right. So uh, it looks as though uh, the mighty, mighty Russia is not doing as well as it thought it would against little bitty Ukraine. Okay, so Ukraine has pressed forward with gains in the east and south of the country, forcing Russia to retreat from several positions in areas the Kremlin declared it is annexing. The Ukraine said it regained control of the key city of Lyman in the Donetsk region on Sunday, and pro-Russian officials said money that Ukrainian forces had pushed into the Luhansk region. Russia setbacks on the battlefield comes as its legislature on today, Monday, began the process of approving President Vladimir Putin's decision to annex four parts of the Ukraine, including the Donetsk and Luhansk regions. Now, mind you, Western governments have imposed new ways of sanctions in response to Putin's decision and the presidents of nine NATO countries from Central and Eastern Europe issued a joint statement supporting the Ukraine's big for membership. So at some point, uh, the Ukraine could become a part of NATO, which would really piss Russia off. Okay. But I think what this shows again, you know, that Vladimir Putin took on a whole lot more than he thought. 
Okay, so you've got the Ukrainian forces that are really fighting for their country. Okay, they are now taking back parts of their country that Russia claims that they were in control of. And so um, I just say, you know, kudos to the Ukraine. Continue to fight, guys. Continue to fight against this monolith of ignorance. Okay, um, so those are just some of the, the really, really quick headlines. Um, you may have heard over the weekend, all right, that Trevor Noah is leaving The Daily Show. And I want to talk about Trevor Noah a little bit. Uh, But Trevor Noah is leaving The Daily Show after hosting one of Comedy Central's Hallmark programs for the last seven years. He made this announcement on his show Thursday, okay? Uh, It's been absolutely amazing, Noah said. It's something that I never expected and I found myself thinking throughout the time, everything we've gone through and I realized after seven years my time is up. Now when Noah made this announcement his audience just let out a bunch of sighs and gasps. Um, the South African native said he's loved hosting the show calling it one of his greatest challenges and joys. He mentioned addressing the Trump presidency and also dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic during his tenure as host. According to Noah, I've loved trying to figure out how to make people laugh even when the stories are particularly, in his words, shitty on the worst days. We've laughed together. We've cried together. Uh, Trevor Noah took over The Daily Show back in 2015 after he started as a contributor the previous year. When Noah was picked to replace the well-regarded John Stewart, he said so many people didn't believe in us. Well, Noah, we believed in you. Uh, Trevor Noah, we really believed in you. Uh, so I want to talk about Trevor for a little bit. Um about his comedy, about his personality. Uh, I have to say that Trevor Noah is, is just one of the great comics, all right? He has a great method, tendency, way, okay, of bringing issues, okay, that are serious to us in a comedic way. Did I say that right? Comic, comedic? Yeah, comedic way, all right? Um... So, yeah, he announced his plans to leave. And there are so many of us that are just really kind of shaken up about it, but understanding, okay, why he needs to move on. All right. So during his tenure of the ho- as host, um, he offered important takes on issues in the United States and the world. Considering that the late night television satire scene in the United States remains populated by white men, Trevor Noah had or did offer, because he's going to be leaving, um, he offered unique black African insights into issues that affect black Americans. He has also been lucid in talking about issues that have an effect on Africa and Africans. Trevor Noah is from South Africa, if you did not know, he's born and raised there. Uh, Noah's knowledge of Africa and African politics has helped him demonstrate that there are, there are few differences between America, lauded as one of the greatest democracies in the world, and global South countries that President Trump once called, I hate to use this word again, but shithole states. So Noah's approach attracted more African Americans than was the case during Stewart, uh, Stewart's tenure. So John Stewart was the host of uh, comedy, uh, of daily, the Daily Show on Comedy Central, 
prior to Trevor Noah. Okay, John Stewart was very, very popular. I used to watch him very, uh, very often, and I really loved his. Uh, his comedy, uh, his take on political issues in a comedic way. Okay, uh, but in my opinion, in opinion, Trevor Noah was just so much better. Um, so there was a 2017 study by Nielsen Media Research that showed that during Stewart's final season, 84.5 percent of the viewers were white. Noah lost 40 percent. Yeah, he lost 40 percent of the white viewers and gained 16 percent more black viewers than his predecessor. See. The great thing about Trevor Noah was that he spoke with great clarity on issues such as Black Lives Matter protests against racism, discrimination, and racial inequity experienced by black people, the turbulent Trump presidency, the rise in white supremacy, and the global COVID pandemic. By commenting on these different issues, he was able to bring home the inequalities that continue to be seen and experienced in the United States. He defied the odds and offered a youthful black perspective, which drew in a new audience. He definitely will be a hard act to follow, which is probably what people said about Jon Stewart. (laughs) But Noah did a great job. So, you know, um, as I mentioned, he grew up in South Africa and his growing up in South Africa no doubt shaped his worldview. You know, you know, in my experience, I found that people that are from outside of the United States, and this is not an indictment on our country because that's not what I'm saying, but it seems to me that people that come from other places, specifically in Africa and in South America, and uh, in the Middle East, uh, of course, and from Asia and in Australia, and then of course in Europe. But when they when they come to the United States, they don't just bring this local um, sense of pers- sense of a perspective with them. Okay, they seem to be on such a more global level. Okay, I mean, when I was in college, I, I met individuals that were from Africa and in Asian countries, and they just seem so much more advanced in terms of their global thinking than people from the United States. That's because I think we so bogged down into our local issues. Well, what happened in Phoenix or what happened in Arizona? Uh, what happened in the West Valley? As opposed to thinking about things and how they impact where you live or who you are on a global matter. And Trevor Noah was so good at doing that. He was able to show the striking parallels between present day America and apartheid era South Africa. I mean, he was really good at that. And in fact, you know, in one of his episodes, you know, and this would have been during the height of the global pandemic, he said, living in this period in America as Much as I hate to say it, a lot of the things that I'm seeing are similar to what we experienced in South Africa. Mass unemployment, a government that doesn't seem to have the best interest of the people at heart, people who are getting angrier and angrier. Hmm. 
As an African, he said, there's just something familiar about Trump that makes me feel at home. <laughs> he went on to talk about striking resemblances between former U.S. President Donald Trump and several former African presidents, such as Jacob Zuma of South Africa, Idi Amin of Uganda, and Robert Mugabe of Zimbabwe. <laughs> Uh, Trevor Noah once said that I believe in the importance of jokes. I will never lose that. I always tell people jokes are what made me. That's how I see the world. Before joining The Daily Show, Trevor Noah was an established stand-up comedian. In South Africa, he was known for satirizing Jacob Zuma during his presidency for corruption and his role in state capture. Hmm. So comedy has allowed him to deal with difficult subjects in a lighthearted way, which is something that so many of us would love to do. This is what he said. He said, I, I've loved trying to find a way to make people laugh, even when the stories are particularly Hmm. Um, so anyway, <laughs> Noah has infused the comic uh, into his anchoring of the Daily Show and managed to tackle controversial topics in a cheerful yet hard-hitting way. Being a foreigner in the United States, Noah has the necessary distance to offer a, to offer sobering analysis of current affairs in that country. Through his examination of the Trump presidency and the Black Lives Matter movement, he has shown that the idea of America being exceptional is an illusion. Hmm. At the height of the Black Lives Matter protest in the United States, he took to The Daily Show to give a grim yet poignant monologue about race in the United States. Noah traced the chain of events that went beyond the killing of George Floyd, a black man who was suffocated to death on the side of a road by a group of white policemen, to show the precarity of black lives in contemporary America. Hmm. The monologue that he gave during that time was sharp, knowledgeable, and nuanced in his explanation of what was happening in the United States. He grounded it on historical events to show that nothing was new. The United States was not exceptional. The U.S. democracy was as imperfect as that of the many countries that it had preached to for many years. All right, so we're going to have a late night TV without Trevor Noah. And yes, the late night circuit will be different. The only black and African host of a late night show in the United States. He won't there. He won't be here anymore uh, because of his intimate knowledge of global popular culture. He has had a youthful viewership. His peers do not have the same perspective or viewership. If Noah replaced replacing Stewart was seen as a daunting exercise. Filling the shoes of Noah, Trevor Noah, might prove to be even more challenging. And I challenge you all to go look at some of Trevor Noah's stand-up. You can find it on Netflix and other places as well. But this guy, I mean, he's able to take really, really tough subjects, make them lighthearted, but really get you to see things from a totally different different perspective. And that's the great thing about a comic. I've seen your Eddie Murphys and your Chris Rocks and George Carlin, who happens to be one of my favorite comics. And, uh, you know, again, I would have to say that Trevor Noah, George Wallace is another great comic. I would have to say that Trevor Noah is right up there with them. So, uh, that's my homework for uh, for you guys to check out Trevor Noah. All right, check out some of his comedy. You can 
can watch him on YouTube. Okay, The Daily Show. There are clips on YouTube you can check out. Uh, but this guy has been a phenomenal, phenomenal host of The Daily Show on Comedy Central and has really, really been great in helping us to explain, helping to explain world events in a way that, you know, is is understanding, is lighthearted, but really, really gets to the to the meat of the matter, okay? He really gets into it and talks to you about the issue and then shares with you a bit of lightheartedness. So, you know, because he wants you to take it seriously, but we have to understand, especially in this country, that comedy is that route to lead people to really take a look at an issue and at an issue and perhaps change their perspective. So many people in this country are so set in their ways, okay, so that they're not willing to bend. They're not willing to listen to a another viewpoint. But I think comedy, you know, gives people that avenue, okay, to listen to something, you know, uh, maybe laugh about it a little bit, maybe laugh at ourselves a little bit, and then take that issue, take that perspective, you know, and maybe transform it, you know, into one in which, you know, uh, maybe we can see someone else's side, or maybe we can, you know, uh, be persuaded to see things from another viewpoint. That does doesn't mean changing ours, but at least respecting the other. So again, check out Trevor Noah. That's my podcast for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget, check out my website at www.jadenmiller.com. And please like, share, and subscribe on my YouTube channel and like, comment, and follow on your favorite podcast platform. Um, yes, Spreaker, Google Podcast, Castbox, iHeartRadio, Audrey, Podvine, Amazon Podcast. I like Spotify, but also Apple Podcasts. So you can check me out on those as well. All right, guys. Thank you again for listening. Have a great, great day. Thank you for listening to Think About It with Jaden Miller. Don't forget to like and subscribe to his YouTube channel and like and follow on your favorite podcast platform. 